I've realized that the brain is a muscle. Everybody knows that the brain's a muscle. And like every other muscle in your body, you can use it, but not just for thought, like cognitive thought, literally feel it and actually be able to use it like a muscle. And that's what I can do now. So this is a long story, right? This, is, this video is actually a short version of a 10-day story of how this awareness awoken in me. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Hey guys, so I just finished up lunch here. Decided I'm gonna go for a little walk, help the food digest. And a lot of people have been asking me to make this video, just trying not to fall down some stairs. So I thought that I'd go for a walk, tell you a little bit of a story. And this is probably one of the most important videos that I'll ever make in my entire life. So hopefully you stuck with me long enough to hear that and that I'm intriguing you enough. Maybe I'll find a little spot too and uh, just hunker this camera down in a second, but let me just intro this a little bit. So for those of you, a lot of you guys know already, but for those of you that don't, I went and did a um, a 10 day silent meditation called Vipassana, which is a very old and uh, ancient type of meditation that was taught by Gautama, who was a man who reached Buddha status about 2,500 years ago. The process itself is quite simple, uh, although not easy, like most things in life, once you kind of get it simple, but the initial Thing you have to go through is not simple. So like I said, it's 10 days of silent meditation, but you really live your life like a monk for 10 days. Uh, and what that means is, is that you can't look at people. You can't even gesture to them with your hands, uh, zero body language whatsoever. You get served. So monks in India uh, will ask for food because they obviously live like peasants. Uh, so they have to ask for food every, every day. And because of that, they eat very little and we did too. Um, so there's really not much else to do (laughs) other than meditate about 11 hours a day while you're there. And while I don't want to give you a uh, lesson in what it is, I do want to talk to you about some of the uh, outcomes that I got from the program because they are incredible. A lot of the stuff I'm going to share with you is going to sound like it's supernatural, (laughs) to say the least. And I want you to know that everything I'm going to share with you is real, very real. And in fact, it's uh, biological in nature. And even though there's a spiritual twinge, obviously, to meditation in terms of wisdom, devotion, and a lot of other aspects to it that are considered spiritual, what happened to me and this phenomenon that's occurred to me is biological. How do I tell you guys this? Where do I even get started? So let me talk to you about the biology aspect of it because this is very scientific. We don't think of Meditation, I guess, is a a scientific thing, but this is, again, very scientific what happened to me. So there's really no way to make this a short story, but bottom line is, if you guys remember the movie Avatar, 
uh, there's an aspect to where, where they can kind of connect the tail that's coming out of the back of their heads and connect to like an animal or to the trees, right? And it creates this bond. So we have something like that as it turns out also. And our bond is between our mind and our body. So I've spent a lot of time around work like Landmark and LP, uh, countless trainings in both cognitive disciplines and language disciplines. Uh, I've played with the subconscious quite a bit um, from things like Hoffman process and body work to uh, even taking quite a bit of ayahuasca over the last two and a half years. And they've all been amazing experiences that have uh, validated a lot of very interesting things that are going on in the world. But this experience really took things to a completely different level, one that was quite unexpected. And I'm gonna walk up the cell, so I'll probably lose a little bit of air here, but I don't want you to lose me, I know it's a long video, stick with me. So if you think about the cognitive language construct that we're basically living in, right? That we're all living in all the time, then this construct is really how we explain life to each other. We have these feelings, we use language to express them, we have thoughts. So if you think of the order of things, the actions, the reality that you get in life are a function of the words that come out of your mouth because words put things into reality, words put things into action, right? But behind the words is thoughts. And behind the thoughts are your feelings. And behind your feelings, you might say there's even some instinct to there where those two are kind of tied together. Excuse me, and behind that is your consciousness. And behind your consciousness is your subconsciousness, right? And what we consider the subconscious mind. And our worldview, I would say our predominant worldview, is that the subconscious mind is inaccessible. So I'm here to debunk that for you <laughs> because this experience I've had has made that part of me extremely conscious. And I'm not gonna tell you how it's done, but I'm gonna tell you what I can feel now and sense um, with the same realism that you would feel your hand. So, let's let this car go by. So what I can currently do and what I can currently feel is that every inch of my body, literally all of it, all my body, I have mapped from head to toe. And what that means is that I have awareness, acute awareness, again, awareness like you would have of your finger, of every centimeter of my entire body. And I could put my awareness into that area of my body. I could also have, I have the same awareness of my uh, muscle tissue from top to bottom. I have the same awareness of my bone tissue, and I have the same awareness of all my organs, like they're completely alive. And what I have, uh, the outcome of this, just one of many, and I'll take you through a bunch of them, but the outcome of this is that I've learned that our body, our body is like a sensory input device, input-output device, and our environment is obviously constantly filled with energy and sending us signals and we think of them like body language, but it's so much more than that. So when you're out in public and you feel like an itch on your skin or like a hot spot and you scratch it, what you really got is a signal from your environment and it hit your body. And the sensation that showed up is that itch and it's trying to communicate something to you. But because you don't have access to this awareness it's beneath 
the awareness, so you don't notice it as much, or you don't notice it really at all, that it's something that's going on. So this practice allows for this mind-body connection to happen. And when I say that I can do this, I mean I have complete control over everything that's happening inside. I can literally run electricity at will through my entire body and build energy fields both inside and outside of my body and charge myself like a generator in a battery. So if like something is spinning inside of a battery and you can charge yourself, I can literally self-charge my own energy field and grow that. And as I do that, my, my literal awareness grows. So how this happened is, is I am one of the least flexible people you'll ever meet. It's been a really long time since I like, stretch. I actually don't do that much yoga here and there. I enjoy it, but it's not something I do that regularly. And we were sitting there and we would have to go through meditation periods that were hour long without moving our bodies. So at least that was the intention. And I'm, I'm a player, like I go for it. So, you know, this was very difficult for a few days and I would find myself just waiting for the sessions to end, these hour long sessions, like 45 minutes, okay, it hurts, it hurts. But as you get into the last 15 minutes, I mean, sometimes it feels like your, your hip is about to fall out of its socket. And it's like burning, like it's a, like a stage 12 pain. And somewhere along there, because of this practice, I started noticing that there was uh, this awareness that had risen behind my consciousness. And that I had a moment where I could look down at my hip and it was literally like at a 12, you know, where it actually felt like it was coming out of its socket. And there was no impact on my consciousness. And if you've ever been in a lot of pain, like you have, uh, a headache or something like that, you know that it's very difficult to stay equanimous <laughs> when that's happening in the body. So I know it's difficult to think about, but imagine having this awareness that sits beyond it where you can still feel the pain, but what magnifies the pain is the fact that you are led into your consciousness. And now that reaction, that response to the pain is really what makes it unbearable. So this awareness allows you to literally stop having reactions. And the, you know, the Buddhist take on all unhappiness, and I agree with it, is that all unhappiness is derived from three things. And that is the things you crave, the things you avert, so your cravings and aversions, and ignorance. And when I say ignorance, I don't mean like intellectual ignorance, I mean experiential ignorance. Because the reality that we all believe is all encapsulated in the experiences that we're having or willing to have. So you really only ever believe the things you've experienced yourself. Outside of that, it seems outside of reality. And because of that, you know, this might seem outside of reality to you. And if this is not an impressive thing to you yet, <laughs> you, maybe you don't understand the grandeur of what I'm saying here, I'm gonna take this a little bit further. So what I've additionally been able to do because of this awareness, you can, it's a lot like taking your finger out of atrophy. Like imagine if your finger was an atrophy, like something happened, you had some incident and you can no longer move your finger, the mind-body connection would have been severed, right? What would you do to get that back? You would sit there and you would look at your finger and you'd be like, come on, come on, right? And you would will this finger back into motion. But it's this awareness that you would put on this finger that would ultimately start giving you some semblance of reaction. And maybe after the first few days, it's like this, and then it's like, eh, you know, you're just, you're kind of willing it back to life. And what's happening in the body, it's the same thing. I don't know whether they're not telling us, whether they don't know, or whether this is just a practice that's been lost, 
But with this awareness, you can start taking your organs, your bones, your muscle tissues, and your cells and your skin completely out of atrophy and start using your body like the sensory input device that it actually is, right? So that's what I can do now. I can literally sense the environment. My hand is like a receptor for energy. When I walk by a plant, I can feel its living energy all the time, guys, all the time. I can take the human experience and put like everyone into my body and it feels like everyone is shouting in all directions and I can feel everyone's pain and everyone's pleasure and love all at the same time. It's really, it's really quite overwhelming. And I spent a whole bunch of different times crying over the last few days because when it goes in, it's like a drug experience and I can feel the dopamine from my body release and I, it gets really emotional and it feels amazing. This is not like a bad thing at all. And in, like I said in the video at the end of this, I'll put myself in a really heightened state. So that's just the tip of the iceberg because at some point during this experience, I was able to map my entire brain. And right now I have, not only do I have a view of the inside of my brain, like when I meditate, I'm not saying right now I could see the inside of my brain, but I have complete control over both hemispheres. And what I'm gonna to explain to you is that like, clearly you can't see inside your body, but as, you, as this atrophy awakens, your brain starts creating mental constructs of what's happening. So this construct has changed a few times and it's bound to change as my experience grows anyway. But the current construct is I literally have both hemispheres completely mapped. I've swam through them with a submarine in my mind and I could see it, like visually see it. And I can actually feel the spheres spinning like two, it looks like a, like a water tube, you know, when you're in the water and there you have like these floaty tubes and it's like that and there's two of them and they spin in either direction or they spin in like this. And what they're giving me access to is I can put my awareness on a body part anywhere, just like think of hip and I can go up here and I can see where my hip is in my brain. And what I've done is I've realized that the brain is a muscle. Everybody knows that the brain's a muscle. And if <laughs> like every other muscle in your body, you can use it, but not just for thought, like cognitive thought, literally feel it and actually be able to use it like a muscle. And that's what I can do now. So this is a long story, right? This, is, this video is actually a short version of a 10 day story of how this awareness awoken in me. But now I can go in there and I can literally feel, guys, this is not a joke. This is absolute reality. I'm not on drugs. I can physically do this at demand. I can literally feel the peptides that go out of the brain like little bubbles. They feel like bubbles that are like almond shaped. And I could feel them moving in to their receptor sites in the brain. And I can feel how they cause the response of pain everywhere. Like we talk about inflammation, right? So what I'm capable of doing now is actually feeling the receptor sites and I could push a muscle that in my view right now feels like this, feels like a clasp and I can close the receptor site so that it stops getting hit by pain receptors, okay? Furthermore, by pushing harder on these receptor sites or even by pulling on them, I know it sounds really weird, but with my awareness, I could do both. I can literally free the entire 
receptor site. And the receptor site is like a long tunnel through your brain. And I can like, it feels like I'm drilling through it and I can knock out all these peptides. And by doing so, I reduce all the inflammation in my body down to nearly nothing where I no longer feel any pain. I have had pain in the shoulder and down my back for about 10 years. The pain I had in my neck for the last five years is so debilitating that I don't like going on airplanes for more than six hours because something that happens on there with the pressure literally makes me grit my teeth. I have no pain for the first time in forever. My hip, like most people, hurts forever. Guys, I have no pain and I physically did it to myself. I healed it. I've had a knee injury from with Baker's knee in it. I literally drained all the inflammation out of it. There was water in there and I removed it with my mind. I have no pain. All my joints feel like they're 10 years old, completely lubricated. My flexibility, which was non-existent before, increased by about a thousand percent the moment I realized how to do this. I have photos that I can show you guys. I can touch my head to my knees. I can take my leg over here when I'm in certain positions and literally pull it to the top of my back. I could do incredible feats of things with my body. I went to the gym, I felt like I was twice as strong and it's not because I'm stronger. It's because I have strength plus flexibility and I'm able to have a lot more mobility when I work out. Guys, this is not fantasy, not even close. I was able to connect these two organs together. And what you start realizing is, is that what's holding everyone back, what's causing pain is these cravings and aversions. And these reactions are this thing. This is what happens. You see this right here? In Indian, they're called kalapas. We call them markabas. Some of you guys know them as a star of David. In Indian cultures, they have that symbology also. And what I realize now is, is that everything in the universe is exactly the same. And this comes the moment that this experience happens, your knowledge explodes because you start understanding things that you cannot possibly understand just with cognitive and language constructs. So what I understand now is for those people that enlighten themselves, and I'm not calling myself fully enlightened, but it's the first time, even now with all the training I've ever had, that my feet are firmly planted on this path. And I could see a direct line of how to get to where someone like Jesus got to, someone like Buddha got to, because this is what these guys did. They learned something that allowed them to observe their body in a completely different way. And when you first start observing it, it's just like any other atrophy. You don't have a lot of sense. So it's these gross sensations, these big sensations. But as you continue to practice, the sensations become more and more subtle and you literally start going through the layers of the body. So what these guys did is they kept doing that and you like divide yourself over and over and over again until they got down here. Because the reason I even put this here is because I love things about source and science just discovered that every subatomic particle in its nature is a double tetrahedron. That's what it looks like. That's the makeup of the entire universe is that shape coming together in different forms and vibrating. That's it. That's what all of us are made out of. So when these guys kept having themselves, kept getting more and more sensitive, they eventually got so sensitive that they could literally feel the subatomic particles in their body. And just like I'm able to view these constructs, 
so were they. So they got down to the bottom and they saw this. And when they came up, they realized that that's source. There's nothing lower. So they came back and they started using it in symbology in their cultures. And that's why we call it Star of David, because I'm sure King David is called the great King David because he was an enlightened soul and he understood this. And I can understand why someone like Jesus could be on the cross and be crucified. And because this awareness must have been so high, even though the body must be going through excruciating pain, he's not really dealing with any of it and has nothing but compassion for these people because he understands craving, aversion, ignorance. They know not what they do. I get that now. And the whole universe works like this. It's just everything rising and passing, rising and passing. Think about it. We rise, we pass, that's our lives. Every star in the universe rises and passes. Everything in the universe has temporality to it. Some things appear long to us, some things are short to us, but we don't observe things that way. We observe permanence in the universe. I have pain, it seems permanent. I have this, it seems permanent. But the truth of the matter is, is that all of it, all of it, is completely temperamental. The question is, can you really train yourself to get there? I don't think the conscious mind has that capacity, but this awareness that sits behind it absolutely does. I've never been this placid before in my whole life. I can count the amount of times in a day on my one hand that my conscious mind interrupts, interrupts my equanimity. You know, like the other day it was like four times and it's just because I'm still learning how to be with this awareness in a world that has so much sensory input. And, and because I have to like catch myself, it happened four times, guys. I mean, like on a normal day, that happens four times in 15 seconds where you're like, I want popcorn, I need to do this, okay? I gotta go take a shit. Like there's five million things going through your head all the time. And I've learned these things over the years from cognitive uh, lessons and stuff like that, but not like this. It was always like I had to put so much awareness to try to figure stuff out. Now it's like, it's a natural state of being. It's just there. Like you breathe, it's just natural. So what I get now is that the subconscious mind is like the bottom layer, right? It's a source thing. And it's this really fertile soil. And every time something happens in your life and you react, it's like a seed pops out. And the seeds are these things popping out and they're going into the ground. And when it goes into the ground, it's so fertile that it immediately grows a massive tree, immediately, okay? And things like landmark, which are a treatment for that, is like you standing up like a layer above that, even if it's just a few inches, and you can see the tree growing, but you can't see the roots because there's, because uh, language and thought is not the source of that. It's the subconscious and the sensory input that's coming from the body that's creating the reaction but you're not aware of it. So you're just, by the time it's a thought and it's words, you're like five levels away from where it happened. So when you're like doing something like Landmark, yeah, it gives you incredible cognitive observance ability. And you could stand there because you notice the phenomenon and you're chopping away at the tree. You got that ax going, but then something happens and you react and before that tree's even fallen, that reaction is like the fruit falling off the tree and then the fruit hits the ground and it dissolves and what's left over from the fruit is the seeds and the seeds fall into the soil and now they go up and now you've multiplied it and now you react again and you keep multiplying it. And before you know it, you're standing in a fucking forest and you don't understand what happened because again, this happened all beneath the surface of your consciousness because you haven't raised 
this up here. Guys, there's way weirder stuff that I don't wanna put on here, but I hope you're getting the power of what I'm saying. You can create this, anybody can do this. And again, there's no quick fix here. Like there's no quick fix for making a lot of money or starting a business or evolving yourself. I'm not saying that. It's taken me 13 years of nonstop training to get to this point. I got to Vipassana and I was extremely well prepared for that experience. And because of it, I could go very deep. I can't say that these results are typical for people. I'll also tell you that I left there on Monday. My sensitivity was through the roof. The entire universe was singing at me in a physical experience. I was literally releasing dopamine into my body on demand. I could run massive energy surges through my body and make my my arms, my arm hair stand on end and get pimple, a goose pimples all over my skin because it's just electricity. Think about when you have that experience. It's like there's a lot of emotional, like there's a right sensation. It's just electricity moving through the body. Think about when electricity comes next to hair, they stand up on end. It's the same thing. It's just happening inside. You can control that. You can control your energy field. All this stuff is real. I know it because I'm doing it. Now again, I told you my senses have dulled because I'm not meditating 11 hours a day. I'm speaking, there's other cognitive things happening. I was in a pure space to even create an environment where that awareness could arise. Now, I'm meditating four hours a day right now. I absolutely love it. Guys, I can sit in the same spot for hours, three, four hours without moving an inch And it's not because it's not uncomfortable. It's because this awareness is there and it doesn't bother me at all. I can be above my conscious mind at will, whenever I want. It's incredible. Everyone, everyone, everyone should experience this. This is human evolution. This is our right to be this aware. When you're like this, killing is not an option. You are filled with compassion. When I came back and I heard what happened in Paris, I could feel those people dying, guys. I could feel the people killing them because you have that kind of, that kind of acuity. You could feel everything. And I'm telling you, I have zero judgment either way. And that might sound really ignorant to some of you, but I'm telling you, it's not. Because I'm just as compassionate to both sides. They're murderers and it's heinous. But you have to think that they're so far removed from the sensory input and their environment makes them miserable. And the only way that they can express themselves is to have other people share in their misery because they don't know what to do. Imagine having a direct experience with when things are being created and uprooting them. You can liberate yourself of anything that's ever happened from physical pain to emotional pain to psychosomatic diseases. I mean, what is cancer if it's not inflammation in the body? Guys, I can remove inflammation from my body, all of it, at will. I can cure myself. Do you get that? If you went to the doctor 
what they're doing is they're giving you a pill and that pill is actually further destroying the connection between your mind and your body. It's not helping it. So sure, they're blocking receptors up here so that your mind is unaware of the pain that your body's in, right? But your body is fucking dying. It's dying. Something like Landmark at least gives you a treatment so that you have consciousness over these phenomenons, but you're not at the source of them happening. Guys, this is a cure, and I'm sure there's other ones out there, but this one has been around for a long time, thousands of years. It's been tested by millions of people. I am not unique. That's what I want you to take away from this video, but no one can do this for you like no one can build a business for you or no one can mend your relationships for you or no one can get healthy for you. No one can take responsibility for your life except for you. You have to want this. I worked my ass off to be in this place in my life. But I'm telling you right now, and I say it in the video, but I'm gonna say it again. If I should die tomorrow, or if I die 600 years from now, I want you to know I died happy. I actually felt love in a real and true way for the first time, not because I drank, not because I took drugs or ecstasy or took a hallucinogenic drug, which I've done all of and I've enjoyed. Nothing wrong with it so until there is, until it's fucking out of control. But these things are the fuel, well, you say the reactions are the fuel for your subconscious mind to create misery in the body. I can feel it being created as it happens. So when you have pain in your hip that's been there for 30 years and it hurts so bad and you keep going to get massages and you get temporary relief but it doesn't hurt, the reason for that is, is the peptides are keep going to the receptors every time that thing gets hurt and they go in by the millions. It happens really fast. And then they stay in there. And your body doesn't have the capacity to clean everything out. So they stay in there like gunk. Then it happens again. And there's more in there. And your body can't remove those either. Now fast forward 20 years later. How many of those do you think are in there? You're in constant pain. That's why your back hurts. That's why your neck hurts. That's why your hips hurt. That's why your knees hurt. It's inflammation beyond anything you can ever fucking imagine. And because you don't have the capacity to remove it yourself, you're in constant pain and you're putting stress on your body and your mind like you would not believe. Imagine being able to clear all that out. So the mind stuff, and I'm telling you guys like a smidge of some of the things that I've experienced. And I know it's taken a while and I thank you for staying with me. And I hope this is enlightening to you. And then you get inspired and maybe reach out to me and ask me what the fuck just happened and how do I get involved? I'm not gonna push this on anybody. You either want it or you don't. But I'm here to be a beacon of light and stand up and tell you, holy shit guys, we are so much more capable than we know. Not just physically, not just mentally, but in terms of our compassion for one another, and what we can feel moment by moment. It doesn't have to be the way that it's been. No one who feels like me is starting a war. No one who feels like me is grabbing a gun and shooting another person 
I'm having a hard time thinking about killing a fly right now. These emotions that you guys see, this is not weakness. This is fucking strength. Like you would not believe. It's incredible. And when I meditate, it elevates me quickly. I feel smarter. I feel clearer. And you might think this is an egotistical video and if you that's all you see, I'm sorry. I honestly, I feel bad that that's what you see. That's not what I'm communicating here. This is power. And I'm telling you again, it's biology. So what I wanted to tell you guys is these things are reactions. This is fuel for this part of you and it's creating misery. But until you learn how to stop reacting, it never stops. You're multiplying the pain all the time, over and over again. But when you stop reacting, you reverse this process. You reverse this process and you start unleashing your body's natural healing ability because just like when you stop eating and you start fasting, there's only so much fuel in the body. And when the fuel runs out and your body no longer has food in it, it starts feeding on the fat in your body. And that's why you lose weight when you take it, when you do a diet or you fast, right? It's called calorie deficit. This is the same thing. When you stop reacting, there's only so much reactive fuel in the body. So the body uses it up and then there's nothing left. So the only thing it could go back to is the past, your past reactions. And it starts using them as fuel also. So your past in your subconscious starts coming up and starts being used as fuel. And this eats up all these little fucking peptides out of these receptors and starts clearing you out. And your body's gonna heal. Your mind is gonna heal. You're gonna see things from an elevated level like you would not believe. You start aligning yourself with a universal law called Dhamma. That's what it is. We keep wondering why this earth, why we're against nature, why we're doing all these things. It's because we've lost this part of ourselves, and we stopped living with it. Animals don't have this. They don't have the conscious mind. So this is where they are. They're living in that space all the time. And they're aligned with this universal law called Dhamma. That's what they call it. And you can too. Guys, I feel so peaceful. It's hard to describe because I didn't even know that was possible before. What's happening with my body is incredible. Do you know what it's like to be walking out here and feel every tree as I walk by it? I feel like I'm tripping my balls off and I'm not. It's on demand. I'm not making any promises that I'll never have another drink or that I'll never even take another drug or any of those things. I don't know that to be true because I haven't lived like this long enough. But I'm telling you, I'm so committed to developing this within myself and having people understand that this is possible for all of us. There's nothing special about me, but if I have to be the one that stands up for this thing so that people can see what's possible for them, that's what I've always done. Why wouldn't I do that for this? This is the most single, look at me, the single best experience of my entire life. The best one ever.
not sex, not drugs, not house music. I love all those things. This, I got in my car and my sensitivity was so high, there was a song playing. I could feel every note hit my muscle tissue and ping on it like a droplet that falls into a bucket of water. And it shot up my spine, vibrated me from within, and dopamine released everywhere. It was better than any pill of ecstasy I've ever taken. It was amazing. It's still amazing. Guys, this is real. This is science. This is not science fiction, even though they present it as such. I'm sure things like full body dissemination, incredible strength, exploring the universe, this body, all of it, is a microcosm of all of this. That's the macro we see. This is what we got. Our cells are micro. We're micro too to somebody else. But it all operates in the same universal law. And when you get that, not as a conceptual thing, but as an experience, you start understanding universal truth. I'm not preaching here. What you believe is going to be based on exactly what I said before, the experiences you've had. And you might completely understand intellectually what I'm talking about. Because I know that if someone shared this with me, I would too. But until you've experienced this, it's like trying to talk to somebody about riding a bicycle and what balance is like without that person ever being on the bike. They can understand you, but they don't know what balance is yet. This is a different form of balance. And it's possible for every single one of us, everyone. And I'm getting emotional because I'm thinking of a world where everyone has this, not just me, not just a handful of people. Imagine all of us walking around with tribe consciousness, compassionate, caring, able to heal one another. Do you understand what's possible for us? I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. It's not my concern, but I wanna inspire you to look, to look at a future where we are a family and we do take care of each other and there are no wars. And these politics, they don't exist. No one who feels like this could do the shit that these people are doing. Not politically, not terrorism, none of it. It doesn't have to be this way. And we're not talking about massive investments. It's a simple practice, just some education and just some awareness, and you will unleash yourself in a way you cannot imagine, and I hope that you do. From the bottom of my heart, I love you and the people in your life, and we all deserve the best, the best. We live in a world that's being presented as a shit show, and it doesn't have to be. This could be an absolutely beautiful place to live for all of us. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our Have It All family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. 
And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love, promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends.